Hey Village, so glad to be joining you as always for our midweek podcast. I'm very excited that I don't have to be talking. Well, I, I love it when I'm talking to you, Village, but I, I'm excited that I don't have to be doing this by myself because we both know uh, it's much better when I'm not by myself and left to my own devices. This week on this podcast, we have Monica joining us. Monica, thanks for joining us. Could you give um, our our uh, midweek listeners and, and viewers uh, um, a little bit information about yourself because we've seen you around, but we, we want to know what what is it that you do here at Village? Uh, okay, well, I'm Monica. I uh, primarily my job description is like worship ministry assistant, and so that kind of go- like covers a lot of things in terms of like worship and translations and stuff like that. But I primarily work with the HF congregation mm. at leading worship and yeah. and just whenever someone needs help helping yeah. out. <laughs> but I, I think the the title worship ministry assistant downplays what you actually do here because you're like the fixer. You told us in our staff meeting today that while you were coming back from vacation, Charlotte had sent you some <laughs> some things that needed translating and you're sitting in your airport uh, lounge layover, typing away. So you're not just an assistant; you are the fixer. And we're we're so glad. Or we, I'm I'm newer to Village. I should say I'm so glad to be on the same team that you're on. But I'm also deeply upset that you're uh, going away for a semester abroad. Where at again? Ecuador. Ecuador. So if anybody is looking to start a Village Ecuador campus, just <laughs> kidding. Uh, but we're so excited for the experience you're about to have in Ecuador, uh, studying abroad at George Fox, um, and and what God is is going to do. Uh, through you during that season, but we're going to deeply miss you mm-hmm. here, and so we're actively praying that whenever you you come back, that that God continues to to use you uh, to bless us here, because it has been such a blessing to have uh, be a part of the team. Um, and so as we we look at this past weekend's message, Pastor Mauricio and Pastor uh, Aleda talked about uh, forgiveness and how forgiveness is such a integral part of the Christian faith. It's, it's what we do as Christians, as followers of Jesus. Um, as you were listening to that message, uh, how, what, what stuck out to you about what uh, pastors um, preached and shared about forgiveness? Yeah. Um, you know, I think forgiveness is often, I don't know if uh, ignored is the right word, but maybe not so deeply talked about. Um, But it is such an important part of it. It's like one of those things you know you should do or is like an important part of like your faith, but you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, forgiveness, whatever. Totally. And then you go on and then you don't actually practice forgiveness. (laughs) And so you kind of, there's an element missing. So I thought it was really good to have Pastor talking about it uh, this Sunday. And for me, listening to him talk, I think one of the points he made was um, to be able to like truly forgive or practice forgiveness, you have to first acknowledge that the fact and really appreciate and come to understand the fact that you have already been forgiven mm. yourself. Absolutely. Um, and that's so important because we know the stories, right? Jesus died on the cross right. and we were saved by grace and all this stuff. Um, but truly acknowledging that as like your personal truth and, and seeing the fact of it um, is totally different because that truly shifts your, your perspective and the way you live 
your life. Yeah. It's not something you take lightly then. It's totally. not just a story you tell. It's something you really live out because mm. it's more than just, right? Right. So that, t that point to me really was what I was like, oh, I don't know that. It made me an an analyze myself a little more in terms of like, have I truly acknowledged this as my truth? And, yeah. Um, not that I, not that I don't, right? But just like thinking about right. it more deeply. Um, like I have been forgiven, you know, just mm -hmm. like that saying that statement, I have been forgiven and, and meaning it. Absolutely. Yeah. Because a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Paul preached this message on hope. And I've heard mm -hmm. from multiple uh, uh, village members and uh, attenders that 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 message was so practical for them and so helpful because hope isn't just like this wishful thinking that things are going to get better. Hope isn't this... Uh, like blind optimism but hope for christians is this very real and tangible uh experience it, it roots us and grounds us and i think it, it's the same thing with forgiveness mm. like often we'll talk about hope as a, a band-aid for something and forgiveness is the same thing yeah. like so forgiveness is very surface level and soft because oh somebody wrongs you forgive you but i mean pastor mauricio said yesterday like uh, forgive doesn't mean forget and forget doesn't mean uh, like or remembrance doesn't mean I breed bitterness in my life but I, I and I'm not called to turn a blind eye to how I've been hurt or negatively mm -hmm. affected but forgiveness has this depth and this strength to free me from living under uh, shame anger bitterness rage hatred and the like because that's not the fruit of the spirit right. but rather forgiveness really is this tangible uh christian act it's the key really or a key to our walk with jesus because yes like you said we receive forgiveness mm -hmm. therefore we're in a position to have a posture of forgiveness yeah. i mean for myself i think of uh how earlier in my 20s I had like a falling out with my best friend one of my best friends from my teenage years mm. and it was like a drag him out like oh you're not a believer uh, like back and forth type of argument but then somehow like Jesus worked this miracle in both of our hearts and then we were like oh we're, we're just knuckleheads <laughs> like <laughs> like I do you would you please forgive me for the way I hurt you and the negative things I said about you and then like vice versa and then friends mutual friends and then like people around us would have been and like non-believers uh, non-christians are like oh yeah like Jesus is totally real because you guys hated each other's mm -hmm. guts and if Jesus wasn't real like and the Christian message of hope and forgiveness and love, if that was the thing that compelled you guys to come back together and love one another, then of course Jesus is real. It's a testimony to Jesus' power in your life. Because the, from the way we were treating each other, there's no way that humanly like we could come back together. Yeah. It was only through realizing that, wow, I've received God's forgiveness, um, that I, I should therefore extend yeah. um, and so when you think about forgiveness, when's, um, of course, yes, we experience forgiveness from God, but is there a moment in your mind uh, where you, you feel like you've received forgiveness that's totally, uh, from another person that's like um, encouraged your walk with God? Because yes, when we realize that God loves us and forgives us, 
that's a a moment of of realization but then i also think there's something about like humbling about when we receive forgiveness from somebody else that if we receive it well um, and not with pride it it increases our dependence upon god i just don't know if if you have a moment um that that sticks out to you and you can share however vague you want (laughs) um but of experiencing forgiveness because I think it's easy for us to talk about when we give forgiveness and pastor talked about that yesterday like yeah. of course I need to forgive like because I'm a good person and everyone wrongs me but what happens when we're the person in the wrong and we need to receive forgiveness yeah yeah that's that's hard that's hard to think about <laughs> actually um, there's like a lot of little moments mm-hmm. where I think I've received forgiveness um, but it's hard to remember what that felt like yeah if that makes sense totally um gosh i feel like more recent more recently man there's this guilt that comes with needing to be forgiven (laughs) yes yes i'm just like now remembering Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it was actually it's it's a very small moment it wasn't anything big but i remember feeling like um like dang i really screwed this up Mm. (laughs) you know like Mm. like that Mm. wasn't good at all yeah i it's it's one of those moments where you don't feel like you did anything wrong initially until right. you realize that that hurt the person. Yes. Right? Like, it's yes. like, oh, yeah, it was just, it was normal or, or whatever mm. it is. And then you're like, okay, I'll just, I'll just say the story so it's a little easier. Yeah, yeah. This was actually with Dago a while back. Mm. And we were driving in the car uh, going to get food after Sunday. Um, <laughs> And, and and he was telling me or, or telling me that I don't remember things and I mm. don't I I'm actually very forgetful which mm. I hate about myself but I'm working on it. <laughs> um, um, and he was like uh, making this argument and he's like okay I'm gonna quiz you like what what did we talk about last night mm. and we had had this very long phone call and we had mm. a, <laughs> talked about a, a variety of things that were like um, talking about how music affects you personally and mm. just like deeper level stuff I guess mm. you could say and he apparently had shared with me <laughs> some very important details, <laughs> details yeah that I did not remember because um picture this it's it's very late at night yes right <laughs> right yes and it's over the phone yes <laughs> it's yes over the phone. yes and, and and your person is very soothing yeah in, uh, in uh, right style. and you're like sleepy yeah yes I, I totally get that yeah <laughs> and so I was definitely falling asleep <laughs> yes yeah yes totally get that yes <laughs> he was like as I told him this he was like you were falling asleep <laughs> and, and yes the guilt is just yeah and yeah. I I I promise I was sweating like I'm in uh-huh. this car and I turned out <laughs> the, the window, window yeah and I'm like I'm so sorry so, yeah. like, I don't mm-hmm. I didn't know it was that important or like mm-hmm. um that it would go so deep while I was snoozing you know <laughs> and the thing is I'd wake up between yeah. as I'd uh-huh. catch something yeah yeah oh yes <laughs> I like missed the certain mm. the certain parts mm. and so as we're driving I'm like seriously trying to remember like the smallest details mm. of like what he what he could have told me and i'm like remembering mm. some things but the fact that i did remember all of it is what really like pained him you know mm-hmm. like i took this time like at night to tell you all these things and you're always so forgetful already mm-hmm. and then you forget that and so um just receiving his understanding yeah. in the sense of like okay yeah she's forgetful but also mm-hmm. the fact that he didn't hold it against me mm-hmm. i think was really um uh, like graceful on his part but yeah. also um 
humbled me because I was like, I need to, after that, I was like, I need to pay attention, like, mm-hmm. all the time. Like, I need to be very uh, sensitive to, to yeah. that and, and realizing that even though to me it might not seem important, this was very important to them. Yeah. And that then is important to me. No, thank you for sharing that. No, thank you for sharing that. Because I think it's as an area that I think Pastor Mauricio so gracefully um, preached forgiveness for us is as we look towards moving into a uh, all church, all fellowship um, gathering in September. Uh, what we realize is we all need forgiveness mm-hmm. because we'll forget things. We'll say things that offend because our, sometimes we realize we don't understand or don't realize that our preferences are clouding our judgment and um, uh, making it difficult for us to love the person in front of us. Mm-hmm. Like I totally agree with you. Sometimes my preference and my opinion that I'm not a forgetful person clouds my judgment <laughs> and makes me not realize, oh, I'm a forgetful person. And sometimes when somebody is telling me something important, I'm nodding along because I'm like, I'm not a forgetful person. I'll remember exactly what you said. And then two minutes later, it's like, I don't remember anything you said, but you didn't forget it. And, and, and I, I think for us, as we move into this new season of our church of, um, being vulnerable and intimate and, and you just sharing a very um, vulnerable story. So thank you so much for opening your life in that way. I think for us, forgiveness is the key to how we can maintain vulnerability and intimacy as a church because we have so many different demographics yeah. and so many different cultures marrying one another and so many different preferences and, and opinions if we're not careful um, we, and we think forgiveness is this soft, easy answer. We don't realize that, oh, no, forgiveness is actually the key because mm-hmm. we're going to offend each other. Yeah. I know for me this past Sunday, it was a joy experiencing a live English translation. Mm-hmm. I, I so loved hearing Pastor Mauricio preach in Spanish and hearing his passion, his zeal for the word and his desire to love our body well and I so loved Pastor Aleda's um, how gracefully she ministered in translating live in English how prophetically and and um, uh, carefully nuanced the words she chose in English to capture the essence of what Pastor Mauricio shared Um, But I also know that for some of us, it may be a new experience. It may be an uncomfortable experience. Um, But we need to give each other grace and forgive each other where we don't understand uh, new things. Uh, For you, having served um, in in HF and seen the worship ministry there, um, and, and, I mean, looking forward to how all fellowships will meet together. What's an area where you think um, there's a potential conflict that if we could look ahead and, and cover it with forgiveness and grace now, w- that would better set us up for when we potentially um, enter that conflict? Oh, wow. Well, honestly, uh, 
in every aspect, right? Like not even not even just because of our differences in culture, but because of our differences in our like our households and how we were raised by whether strict parents or flexible parents. That all impacts us from the day we're born. And so coming together in one setting, even in HF, there is like like for me, the way I was raised is different than a lot of my brothers and sisters in HF. Yeah. So even sometimes the way we communicate is different. I'm like, yeah. I, I want to double check that that's what you meant and yeah. not something different, right? Mm -hmm. And so it just, it requires a certain leniency. And in terms of like combining completely, all, anything from language to the worship style is going to be different. Whether a person yells out really loudly, amen, from like the middle of the congregation. Right. Um, or whether it's like clapping randomly and that might be distracting right it's but it's it's not it's i think it's it's very humbling to remember to think that it's not about us yeah like always like it, whether it's the person that's clapping or the person that heard the clapping right mm -hmm. it's, no, it's never about us it's about yeah. god and the, and the way that um if we sorry i'm trying to articulate this completely, mm -hmm. but if we always think about our brothers and sisters around us and think it, what benefits us as the body um that'll move us forward a lot better than if we're always thinking, oh, I didn't like that, or, mm -hmm. or uh, talking with this person is very complicated because their English is not good. And right, right. It's super uncomfortable sometimes, mm -hmm. but if it's not about you, it's totally different. That right. approach is then, oh, what can I do to make them feel more comfortable, or right. how can I better communicate myself? And so that changes, that's what the church should be, really, yeah. always, yeah. Is, is, is more humbling than... Man, like, I wish they would just practice English more. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> how mm -hmm. easy would that mm -hmm. be, right? Yeah. Cause it's just about you. Right. Because, I, I mean, something that I've learned from you uh, when you um, taught the staff over the summer about multisensory preaching is that um, oftentimes if we view somebody else's faith expression as a distraction, what it really is what we're saying is, oh, the way that they encounter God is a distraction from the way I prefer to encounter God. But if we shifted our heart and our posture and we were, and we were to approach it as, oh, the way they encounter God is actually a new opportunity for me to encounter God, that's much different than saying that person's way of encountering God is a distraction or a deterrent for me to encounter God. Because I agree with you, with uh, someone who's more exuberant and, and vocal about affirming what's being said and they say amen for some people that may be distracting because mm -hmm. it's oh i'm here to receive and hear yeah. and i don't want any outside um uh interaction but w with what you're talking about multi-sensory preaching like for me growing up in a vietnamese community um multi-sensory if i smell good food I know <laughs> Jesus showed up and the spirit <laughs> is in the room and we're about to have a blast. But then I also know for other cultures and other fellowships, maybe a strong smell, uh, whatever it may be, even if it is good food, distracts from that present moment. And so for us as a village, as, as a church, whatever direction we're moving into, yeah, it's how do we be aware of it not being about our preference, uh, but it'd be how do we serve one another well, and then forgiveness fills that gap because we all need forgiveness, mm. and we all need to be a, a gracious people who forgive one another when we're misunderstood. Yeah. And so, with, with as we close this episode, is there any uh, 
closing words of encouragement that, that you would want to give to to village as as you get ready to jet set to ecuador and and experience the fullness of god in ecuador would you would you give us a word of encouragement as as village transitions to a full uh, all fellowship all church gathering in september how would you encourage us oh yeah that's heavy uh i'll encourage you by giving you something hard to um chew on is that how, is yeah that yeah okay. yeah yeah um i guess well first off i think we'll have a, a lot of time to practice our forgiveness mm. um <laughs> and, and it'll be good for us right as as we give forgiveness and learn to accept forgiveness and also with that admit oh i made a mistake and that's really uncomfortable but i think we'll have a lot of, of practice and time to work on that um, but if there's anything i've learned about faith and having a relationship with god Honestly, I think it's a lot of um, this. We're not in a relationship with God because it's easier or because it's it's making our load lighter or I mean, some ways, yes. But um, honestly, I think when you choose to make the decision to walk with God, you're making a very difficult decision because it's truly going to be harder. <laughs> and I say that from experience in the sense of like, uh, you're not going to do things that are, are humanly comfortable. You're going to do things that are humanly challenging. And that's kind of the point, because our, our, our job as, as the body of Christ is to grow, right? And into who Christ has called us to be. And that's someone that's um, it's not of the world. So it's going to be very challenging in, in all the senses, like it, your hope and your forgiveness and everything that you're called yeah. to do that is good is going to be very hard. Yeah. Um, and just because it's uncomfortable does not mean it's going to be bad. But uh, we, as a church, are going to have to be very flexible and graceful with one another and with ourselves as well, mm -hmm. because this is not something that's normal necessarily. It's not something that's practiced on a daily basis. Yeah. But I promise you, as we grow into this space, it's going to be super, um, just beautiful. And it's truly, yeah. it's truly the the body of Christ that that He's calling us to be. So I'm very that's excited good. for that. No, thank you so much, Village. That's. That's our vocation, is to be a beautiful community as we look towards the fall. Um, I will say for myself, I hope that there's an abundance of forgiveness because I've said some things on our podcast that I rewatch. I'm like, oh my goodness, I feel bad for Charlotte having to endure that live. I can only imagine for you, our viewers and listeners, what you have to endure. But this, this, uh, this week's episode has been so enjoyable. Thank you so much, Monica, for uh, giving of your time and just your heart and, and sharing with us uh, how God is speaking to you uh, through this weekend's message. Village, as always, feel free to email any questions or comments at uh, tony at villagebeaverton.com. Um, other than that, it's, it's always a joy to, to be joining you via um, the web. Uh, so until next time, this is Tony and Monica, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. <laughs>